Today, uh, our readings present us with three very significant call stories. Isaiah, St. Paul, and Simon Peter. It's meant to remind us of how and why and when and what we're called to. That uniqueness, that tenderness for each and every one of us as God calls us. For he calls each and every one of us in a very special way. It reminds me part of my own story. It's hard to believe it was, boy, at least 15 years ago. And I was coming home from a, a day of work. Uh, I was tired and beaten down, briefcase in hand, maybe a little haggard, kind of like St. Peter in our gospel reading today. I was feeling that same emotion. Master, I've worked hard, but I've caught nothing. As I remember that day, it was nothing particularly out of the ordinary. It was simply another underperforming day of performance. And I suppose I had many of those. But as I opened the garage door and my wife Joanne was already on the phone back in the day when you still had a landline, some of you might still have that. She had already answered the phone. And uh, before I could say anything, um, she said, oh, Father Ken, he had just walked in the door. I waved her off because I had absolutely no interest in taking that call. But uh, this time, I wasn't able to escape. And so, even though I had successfully avoided so many of those, uh, I took the call and Father Ken was once again encouraging me to come to a renewal weekend. That call in set, set in motion for me a faith journey that continues, ultimately leading to a vocational call, one of the reasons that I'm standing here in front of you today. So I'm thankful Joanne handed me the phone and didn't hang up, but the reach out from Father Ken is just one memory in particular that sticks in my mind, and I think I could recount many other call-out conversations when the grace of God through the Holy Spirit touched my life and encouraged me to embrace a certain ministry. I suspect uh, you and all of us gathered here today have similar faith invitations that are equally powerful. We sometimes pride ourselves on making our own choices, but God calls us to come outside ourselves and pulls us into a direction that we not fully anticipate or understand. Hopefully, some of those calls are not always incoming, but outgoing as well, inviting all of our brothers and sisters to come and see. Call stories play a significant role in the Bible, and as I said, we have three examples in our readings today. Isaiah, Paul, and finally Peter, each one called, humbled, 
and ultimately transformed. These biblical call narratives are important because they provide us with authenticity and credibility to our own baptismal promise to be active witnesses to the good news. Often we might feel that we're all searching for God in our lives. But today, once again, we're reminded that God always seeks us, calls us by name, regardless of how we're called. If it's in an extraordinary way like Isaiah or St. Paul or Simon Peter, more than likely it's a more ordinary way. We're still all called to witness to life, death, and the resurrection of Jesus. That is the message that we must all constantly announce because it's the basis for all of our ministry. It's one of the important themes of our readings today. In spite of our fears and our doubts, we must continue the mission of Jesus by engaging in some form of ministry. Isaiah is called to prophesy. In spite of feeling doomed and cursed by unclean lips, Paul also learned that the same call to ministry is never easy. He admits that he was born with abnormalities, not fit to be called an apostle. But then he acknowledges, by the grace of God, I am what I am. I am what I am. And that grace will not allow me to be ineffective. Finally, Simon Peter is called in order to gather others to Jesus, but he confesses, depart from me, Lord, I am a sinful man. Jesus responds, do not be afraid. And that message should ring out loud and clear to all of us today. We should embrace those very same words, do not be afraid. Our call is not merely to a life of personal holiness, as important as that may be. We're called by God, sent out into our communities, into our world, and our call from God is not a private affair. It's a communal reality. We all belong to the people of God. We're all members of the body of Christ. The faith has been handed on to us, and we all must pass it on to others. We're continually presented with moments to step forward and explicitly accept or refuse that call. Often it can seem complex in our responses, much like our characters today in our readings, our reluctance. But each of us need to face the feelings of our unworthiness and our own limitations. As life transforming as God's call can be, it can also be amidst the ordinariness of our lives. It can come in a place of 
worship like this, or it can come when we're washing our nets or washing our dishes, or when we're teaching and raising our children or our grandchildren, when we're preparing to carry out our daily work, shoveling our driveways, working at our computers. The call of God often comes in the ordinariness of life. God uses ordinary people, places, and things to reveal his extraordinariness. God helps us to see beyond our own limitations. Not every Christian is called to be a priest or a deacon, not called to consecrated life or to be a prophet or a teacher or a miracle worker or a healer, but every Christian is called to be an evangelist. It's not a technique or a method or a kind of spiritual theology. It's a way of life, teaching others as Jesus did, with love and kindness and compassion. Today, all of us are encouraged to cast our nets into deeper water. It was not by accident that Jesus ended up in Simon's boat. It's not by accident that all of us are gathered here this evening. Jesus is asking each and every one of us to go deeper into a relationship with him. It's an invitation to trust, to cast our nets into deeper water. Even if you're exhausted or you're skeptical, because a positive response to Christ's invitation, even one in the evidence of the contrary, can lead us to indescribable abundance. Our boats will overflow, and we can be overjoyed with the abundance and peacefulness and happiness that Christ can bring us. These biblical stories are directed to us. What God is asking of us now in our everyday lives and deep within our hearts, despite our reluctance or our frailty or failures, let's pray for the wisdom of Isaiah. Here I am, Lord, send me. Or the knowledge and understanding of St. Paul, by the grace of God, I am who I am, or by the courage and fortitude of St. Peter and James and John, who left everything to follow him.